0: Welcome to the Attention Collection Podcast, a show about the art of paying attention, about expanding awareness, and sharing what we found with anyone willing to listen. I'm Anthony Garcia. Once upon a time, there was a bull and a pheasant grazing in the field. The bull was grazing, and the pheasant was actually picking ticks off the bull, so it was a match made in heaven. And across the field, there was a huge tree just at the edge, and the pheasant said, there was a time when I could actually fly to the top branch of that tree. Now you couldn't pay me to even reach the first branch. My wings are so weak, and the bull just nonchalantly turned and said, listen, just eat a little bit of my dung every day and watch what happens. Within two weeks, I guarantee you'll get to the top. And the pheasant kind of laughed and said, come on, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's, it's, it's nonsense. And the bull said, maybe, but try. Check it out and see. Everybody knows it works. And so hesitantly at first, the pheasant started nibbling in on the bull dung And by the end of the first day, the pheasant reached the first branch. And so, wasn't sure, but there was a glimmer of hope. Well, fast forward for two weeks, the pheasant had reached the top branch. And the pheasant just sat up there, leaning back, taking in the sights, breathing in the air up there, remembering what it was like to be a young pheasant Across the field, an old farmer looked into the tree and saw a fat pheasant propped in the top of it. So he went into the shed, grabbed his shotgun, came out and shot the bird right off the tree. The moral of the story? Bullshit may get you to the top, but it never lets you stay there. Most people don't really care about facts and figures. They're not turned on by statistical analysis. Now there are exceptions, of course. I know a few people who actually love to memorize dates and they get all hopped up over spreadsheets in their spare time. But here's one thing that's true of all human beings. We are captivated by story. We can't get enough. We're drawn in almost without even realizing So we get lost in songs, you know, the narrative of love found and love lost. We follow characters around. We follow them into strange lands when we watch film and when we read books. Stories, even fictional stories, actually especially fictional stories, communicate truth like nothing else. Take the story of the bull and the pheasant, for instance. I could have started this episode with a lecture about the importance of personal integrity and why even though one might be able to manipulate one's way through life, climbing social ladders and financial ladders, eventually someone will knock them off. You would probably agree, because you would have probably started thinking about an old boss you had, overpaid and way underqualified. Someone who laughed at the right jokes and rubbed the right shoulders to move up the ladder. Or you might have been thinking of yourself, BSing your way through a job interview. Raise your hand if you've ever done that. Or BSing your way through an essay question on an exam. So, as you can clearly see, in conclusion, therefore, you know, filling in words hoping for the best. But after my lecture was over and I put my soapbox to the side, you would have moved on like nothing ever happened. But the story of the bull and the pheasant, there's a good chance that one's going to stick with you. You're probably going to share that story at the right time with someone else. That's because story sneaks in the back door. It subverts your analytical mind and it hits you at an emotional level and then Slowly over time, it settles into your consciousness. And as you recount the story, that message, that moral, that point, that truth underlying begins to crystallize. More than almost anything else, we are formed by stories. They shape us. Think about your favorite stories. The films, the poems, comics, books, TV shows that are most important to you, the ones you consistently recommend to other people, the ones you're almost evangelical about. Think about the song that whenever it comes on, you stop what you're doing and turn it up. Or there's always that film that whenever you see it on TV, if you're scrolling through, you know you're going to watch it. You're going to recite every single line in your head before the character even has a chance to speak. What is it about them? How have these stories informed the way you view or interact with the world around you? We make sense of the world by inhabiting and creating stories. That's a beautiful thing. It's a dangerous thing as well. Because our experience with reality, when you cut right to it, is nothing more than stories we're told and the stories we tell ourselves. Think about this. Marketing and advertising. You know, the 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 advertiser says, Your life is like this, but it could be like that, if only you would buy our product on sale for $9.99 today and buy it in prime and it'll be at your doorstep tomorrow morning. Sometimes these stories help. There's products that are legitimate and helpful and they've actually changed people's lives, but they can also hurt. And so these stories go into the people we become by the way we view ourselves in light of these products. Because marketers do two things. They, they simultaneously create two stories, lack and fulfillment. Lack. You don't have this. You are missing out on this. If you had this truck that old rust bucket could go by the wayside. That's the lack part. You know, sure, you're beautiful, but you could actually look like this. And then there's the promise of fulfillment. That's story two. If you had this, you would feel this way. You would perceive yourself this way. And even more important in the market is other people would perceive you this way. How many people's self-esteem has been seriously marred by being steeped in marketing and advertising from a young age? The pressure to be beautiful. And what does beauty mean? Well, it's this standard today. It's going to change tomorrow. So by the time you've caught up with it, you're already behind. But just keep up with the market and you will one day be fulfilled. We know probably that day's not coming. Or consider money. There's a story. Believe it or not, money is just a story. Society decided that some organic elements were more valuable than others, and they created a story of value around them, and then people started trading. If you think that's an oversimplification, fair enough. But fast forward to today, fast forward to cryptocurrency, and try to wrap your head around trading invisible coins. It's a story, and people have to figure out a good way to tell it. It might be the future of currency, but the story is being formed as we speak. So I ask you this, what story did you grow up with about money? Was it evil? Was money this thing that we should avoid because people get greedy and it can destroy their lives and so stay as far away from it as you possibly can? Was it magical? If only we had more money, our lives would matter. If only we could reach a certain amount in our bank account, things would get better. Money is a story. Or what about this? Nations. No one. Listen to me, no one can actually and literally own a chunk of land or lay claim to a certain section of planet Earth. It's just a story that we've told ourselves. Some group of people beached on an island and decided they liked coconuts more than this group did, and so they just destroyed them from the face of the earth and put a flag in the ground. The United States, the United Kingdom, you name it, elaborate epic stories that certain segments of humanity agreed upon, and then they passed the story down to their offspring. I'm not denying the power of an identity and a group of people coming together around a common story. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. But if we stop and think about it, it's just a story. And I could go on. Family, relationships, personal identity, all stories. The human experience is a set of stories we inherit, adopt, and believe. They're beautiful and horrible and subject to change. It's important to step back occasionally and recognize this. We have to ask, what stories am I being shaped by? And do I need better ones? Pay attention to what you are paying attention to Because stories are powerful. We create them and then they create us. Okay, so if you like what you just heard, feel free to tell someone about it. Subscribe to this podcast, share it, and listen if you're feeling extra generous leave an honest five-star review on iTunes until next time.